Sammy, we're good to go? All right, welcome to Have a Drink with Me. I'm Dylan Polniak, and with me today is comedian Al Jackson. Woo! What up? Oh, shit. I also joining us is Jim O'Hare. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> He's love perfect. Him. And our final guest for today is Melissa Stevens. Woo! Thank you all for joining us today. Uh, we we did some stand-up earlier, which the uh, recorded audience don't get to hear because they suck and they didn't join us live. So uh, here we are, the screaming goat. So when you hear that, we're going to cheers to Reka Vodka. Reka Vodka! Reka Vodka! So today we're going to be drinking Reka Vodka, as you just heard. And we're going to be sharing a, a little bit of information about sitcoms. We're going to talk about... Uh, our favorite shows, uh, auditions that we've had, our experiences with sitcoms, and then, as always, we're going to share some drinking stories. Uh, so we're going to get right into this uh, with our favorite sitcoms of all time. We're going to start with Melissa. What is your favorite sitcom of all time? Uh, ooh, oh, oh man. Uh, present or past? Of all time. Of all time. Oh, sh Are we allowed to curse on this? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, you can literally say anything. Okay, great. Uh, what a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I my, mean, sorry. <laughs> my favorite, uh, it would probably have to be in Living Color. Does that count? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll count that. Sure, yeah. we'll add variety shows into sitcoms. Any 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 show any show that was funny I any I guess that works yeah that was like I don't know why like that was a show like I stayed up at night to watch like it was like I I thought it was so funny I thought it was great I think that's mine it was a great show uh, I was far no I don't forget what I said about far I was too young for that show uh, <laughs> that was rude that I said far too young because uh, <laughs> that's I'm a good way to end a tender yeah. date <laughs> yeah. I'm too young for your references but yeah yeah. Um, no, I, I, I watched the show as well. I had uh, older brothers who got me into it young. But for most people, uh, they're too young for uh, In Living Color. Yeah, they probably wouldn't know Luckily, it. I had older people. Oh, Amber from Surly Goat stayed up. Uh, and she got Jim a, a new drink. That's good. Uh, safe travels today after this. Um, if you need an Uber, let me know. Uh, you can pay for it yourself. Of course, uh, you cheap fucks. So, so Jim, uh, favorite yeah. sitcom of all time? Well, here's what's crazy. If you all turn your heads and look at that back television on the left, you'll see an episode of Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my all-time, all-time, all-time favorites. Um, uh, and also one that will be a bit surprising... Uh, just because I think it, it was, the performances were amazing. First of all, I love old time TV. Give me Dick Van Dyke. Give me All in the Family. Give me like those classics, which you people are probably too young to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but anyway, you know what else I think is an amazing sitcom is Golden Girls. Yes. You fucking took my thunder. That was my Oh, shit. damn. I think it is <laughs> smart, and they hit on stuff that was shocking aids and, and and adultery and and all sorts of stuff so yeah uh those are my two great choices like yes I think great choices. choices so al since i've done yours let's move on to the next topic yeah, was what gonna, was uh, i'm just gonna go to the bathroom yeah, no, i was gonna say golden girls just because when you rewatch the reruns they still hold up like when you watch the cosby yeah. show you're like oh no this is terrible yeah, yeah. the cosby show for, fucking for numerous, stinks for numerous and it's pre-molestation like yeah. he yeah. just that show stinks but like the Golden Girls, 
the, the things like, I saw an episode the other day, and uh, Estelle Getty, uh, she called Blanche a slut and then called the other one a dummy in the kitchen. I was like, you couldn't do that now. Like, there would be letter writing campaigns and there'd yes. be Twitter people, but like, you're slut shaming Blanche. But yeah, not, like, yeah. you could just say things and like the topics they would go after. And you look at like how they were able to do that for women. You think about when that was made. The, the only way that they could do that show was that they made it for financial reasons because people were so worried about lesbianism that right. they had to make it like, oh, four single gals that are widowers and old because they had to, that's the way they used to sneak, you know, subversive things about homosexuality. And yeah. not that anybody yeah. was gay in that show, but just like because people were well, so tense a, about they had four a gay women. Housekeeper in the in the pilot. Right. He did not survive. No. Yeah. yeah. Which and is let's a talk shame. about rest in peace. Mr. Belvedere was a gay dude on TV. <laughs> let's keep yeah. it real. Mr. Yeah. Belvedere was gay and no one said it. He's wearing an apron around the house and he never <laughs> yeah. dated anybody. Come on, Mr. Belvedere. And everybody's fine with that, but you need those little characters to kind of start sneaking into society. We're like, yeah. oh, this is fine. A couple years ago, I tweeted about, I was watching uh, in, uh, during parks in my trailer, I would always watch um, I Love Baby Daddy shit on Maury. Uh, so, you know, like, I'm a virgin. Of He's course. the only man I've ever been with. He is not the father. Oh. Yeah. Well, well okay. I mean, there was, there was ten, the, other guys, ten others. That was different. I he was swear, the one I wanted to be the first. Yeah, I swear I didn't love him. So love one day I, I tweet because there was a, a woman who was uh, testing her 15th dude. So now I'm no scientist. We've all been to spring break. Dude. Just keep it 100. But I'm no scientist, and I, I, but I do know enough that there is a window when a woman can get pregnant. It's not 30 days a month or 31. There's a bit of a window. So this chick had screwed at least 15 guys during this window. So I tweet out, well, boy, that is definitely the definition of a slut. Well, you should have seen what came back at me. How dare you slut shame her? She is enjoying her life. Damn! <laughs> yeah, so you can't say slut and whore anymore. Yeah, well, it's a shame. I my sisters, my sisters, sluts and whores. I mean, come on. I have a Maury story. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, this is years ago. I was working at uh, the West Palm Beach Improv, and the girl that was working the uh, the green room, uh, she was like, "Hey, my friend runs a club. Let's go out after the show." So I was like, "Okay, it's cool, whatever." So me and my homeboy went out with her, and we walk in, and uh, she went to the bathroom, and the bartender goes, "Do you know who you're in here with?" And I was like. No. And he goes, that girl was just on Maury. She tested, and they were the guys were in the bar, like the DJ, another one of the bouncers, <laughs> and like a door guy. She were all in, like, I saw the episode. And so, like, because I so immediately YouTubed it, and she was on there. And then the next day she came in and she goes, uh, I know they told you about my episode. I found it. <laughs> like, she immediately started. And I was like, it's fine. Like, I, I, I'm okay with girls. Dude, my homeboys have sex with a lot of girls. Why can't girls have sex with a lot of dudes? Fucking have at it, ladies. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? You know what? This is a judgment-free zone, yeah. player. I don't care. Wow. It's a rake of vodka. Yes. Oh, I never didn't even hear See, it. See, I was more of a fan of Montel than oh. Montel and Sally Jesse Raphael. I'm anti-MS, so I couldn't get into Montel. I took a picture yeah. of Montel without his uh, permission at the airport a couple weeks ago, and it's <laughs> hilarious. All right, hold on one second. I'll get Wait, was it in it, was it in his hand, and you just grabbed it? Like no. I, first of all, I see. Listen, this here's what I do. If I want to, I take a lot of pictures of embarrassing people. Here's what you do. If somebody is like completely ridiculous, you go up and you be like, "Oh my God, you look just like like my uncle Mark." And then you get a picture with him, uh, even though you don't have an uncle Mark. It's, it's like I'm, yeah. yeah. Or I, I'm a or I'm a master of just the old school like. Just like you gotta get you gotta get the, the bicep, you gotta plant the arm on the bicep and just kinda 
Just get the little click thing. Just get a little clicks and just get it. And that's how I got Montel. But he caught me on the last one because I just had it like this. And uh, I'll show you. Uh, you guys can talk while I find Montel. Did you talk to him? No. <laughs> I got hammered with Judge Joe Brown one time. And it's uh, when we, yeah, in Providence. He used to live uh, uh, up in the Northeast. And uh, I think Judge Joe Brown, because he's kind of falling on hard times, I think he parties a little bit. I don't know who that is. No one does. He's a no fake Judge does. Mathis, which he's, is saying something. He's a fake judge that Al has created in his head. You guys don't know Judge Joe Brown? No, no I do. I, I know, I know, I does Joe everybody has, have a day yeah. job here? No one watches unemployed people TV? I think yeah, Judge Joe has legal troubles. That's why there's so many people here, yeah. because we all work Monday through Friday. Yeah, so if, everyone, this it, is one last bit of hope they have before getting yeah. back to the If grind. you know what comes on at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you haven't had a job in a while. Yeah, that's well, true. That is true. Don't get mad at Judge. I'm... Really excited to see this photo. It's One of my favorite. So things are the to people do. at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of all the watchers currently. Uh, my favorite thing to do when I'm trying to get a celebrity photo is pretend that I'm on the phone. So you do like this, but then you're like on the phone, and then you look at them, and then you look at your phone real quick, and then you like have to get back on your phone. Uh, it doesn't work. No, <laughs> doesn't work. No, you look you... like you're doing a selfie. Like I have Lionel Richie in a picture at a restaurant. I look, you know, and you know he's thinking that asshole thinks I don't know he's taking a picture yeah. of me. But I do a selfie, and he's right behind me. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I've caught people making fun of me taking a picture of me. Like on the bus or something, or in the airport. And then I don't know how to feel about it. What are you doing I, to be being made fun of? Like, I don't what? know, because then I want to know, because then I want to ask. But then I'm like, well, we'll see what they put up. So, so someone is taking a photo I of you. I saw someone taking a photo of me at of the you. airport. And they were laughing. I mean, they were smirking. I mean, they weren't like outright like. <laughs> Look at this I mean, bitch, be, everybody. <laughs> Crowd so around. Good. But it was one of those things where I was like, he's fucking he's taking a picture of me. And I was like, and then I was like, felt so appalled. And then I was like, well, I've done it a thousand times. So who cares? Yeah. So they can make fun of me, whatever it is. Like, uh, I take pictures of people who wear socks with sandals at the airport. Oh, you should. <laughs> because those are terrible human There needs beings. to be like a big, a big board at every airport of people who wear socks with sandals. Yeah. Well, who and they get their you? photo taken and you pin it up. I just think that means you don't have one real friend. <laughs> <laughs> because here's what happens. If anything, anything I've ever worn, my friends made fun of me. I defend myself, I come back at them hard, but I'll never wear that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, because when you have a real friend, they're like, dude, are you serious with the orange pants? And you're like, fuck you, this is inside. And then you never wear them shits again. <laughs> like, that's, that's, you have to have, but like, when you are coming to the airport in, in, in white tube socks and sandals, that means you don't have one person to pull you aside, like, hey, man. You're better than this. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, dude, you need you need to have friends. Oh. Thanks. Thank you so much for that. Uh, everyone here at the Surly Go, uh, just so you know, do not wear white socks with flip flops, because uh, you suck if you do. Also, it's so un it's so uncomfortable. Okay, but can you wear? Because by I the way, can I just say I just this. pulled up a picture. I took a picture of a guy wearing, <laughs> wearing white Nike socks and black yes, loafers. Yes, he did. Oh, look at that! Uh, <laughs> look at that! His foot was in the aisle on the plane. Like, if you're on a plane with me, like, yeah, I'm gonna snap some pictures. And, uh, <laughs> but wait, who, can you wear shorts with white socks and gym shoes? Yeah. Right? How high yeah. are the gym socks? Like well, tucking up to your no, not up lady to your knee, but like you know, up to your ankle. I think that's thing. fine. I think that's fine too. I have been reprimanded. Melissa said it's fine. I there's think it's a, there's a limit to where white tube socks can go. Yeah. For real, dog. I let I them mean, go all the way to my wrists. Like, <laughs> you cannot fucking be wearing white tube socks like 
like somebody's like, oh, you got to take your shoes off. But do you remember when like white tube socks, like in the 90s, like, uh, well, as girls, I would get three pairs and I'd wear two and you'd pull them up to like right underneath your like knee because it like it and you'd wear them with like skorts and it was like it was a hot thing. No one? It's no one else? It's it was like, it was like how, yeah, see, it was like how you were supposed, there was something about like it had to hit you right in mid-calf to be hot. <laughs> I, okay. I just don't want to, yeah. like, I, I think was showing the was picture like, of Montel. You can tell Montel <laughs> catches him looking. His eyes, Montel him. is like, no. You're getting the eye from no. Montel. He said, no. What's it's he doing? because I feel like, <laughs> 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 holy shit. Uh, yeah, so he's like, so uh, for people who can't see this photo, <laughs> I'll put it has, on my Instagram. He has his uh, right hand on. Uh, for those of you who want to see it on Instagram, it's Al Jackson IG. Yes, uh, I have a funny story about that too. But uh, he's got his hand on his his luggage, and his hat is propped up, and he's looking the complete opposite way. But his eyes are pointed right at your. <laughs> he caught me. <laughs> I don't know if I made too much noise, but I mean it. I have my my phone under my shoulder. I'm sure he knew that I wasn't on the fucking What's phone. What's Montel doing? Well, do you I take it with an iPad or or something? You know, like you have an phone. iPad just flexing. <laughs> <laughs> that would look too. No, Montel's got those MoneyGram commercials now. Yeah, you guys work too much. You guys don't know <laughs> what he's been up to. I haven't seen it. And smoking uh, apparently a shit ton of weed, which I'm <laughs> fine with as well. Having having money hurts, right, guys? <laughs> 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 All of us nine to fivers. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, great. To vodka. Who's, who's in control of that? Who's Does anybody that? still uh, work Smith nine to five? Marie's Rosal. Nine to five. You work straight up nine oh, to five. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like nine to five is a cliche, but I never meet anybody that works nine to five. I I shit you not. I am nine to five, and I have an hour long paid lunch break within that nine to five. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. I was actually I was told the other day I showed up at eight o'clock and I and four o'clock came around and I said, can I leave at four? Because I've been here for eight hours. And they said, this is not a nine to five job. Oh. Or no, oh, sorry. This is it a is nine a to five job. But if you have to stay late, it's not a nine to five job. So I ended up having to stay until five. Didn't matter what time I got there. Why'd you go early? Uh, Are you trying to move up? I was, yeah. Trying yeah. to do better? <laughs> I, I need, Stop I need trying to, to do better. I need to own porn. So I work in porn. You missed this part. Oh, I didn't no, know this. Yeah. What's happening? Oh, you missed it. Oh, everyone miss missed them. this part except yeah, the audience. Yeah, yeah. Who's with me? Maybe you uh, should. <laughs> maybe I you should say that before you yell. I need to own porn into a microphone. Well, <laughs> with you. I, I forget that some people showed up half an hour late. Oh, black wow. man running late. Came from the color website. people time. <laughs> oh yeah, but it, it's not just a color issue. It's also a female issue. So, yeah. uh, coloreds and females. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing with time. porn? Yeah. What's what's this? Oh, I'm, a, like... I'm a web developer in porn. Yeah. What are you developing? Uh, the websites uh, that you get to watch. So if you went to like a porn site and you were like, oh my God, there's a porn site. Well, you let me know when porn is I on the it. internet. Okay. Yeah. Is there porn on the internet? I've never looked oh, at it. Oh, there's, there's, there's one. There's one porn Whoa. on the internet. Yeah. I got that letter that said you've seen it all. So just stop looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's when right. you've done goat porn, you know that you've really yeah. seen it all. Yeah. Don't yeah. go, don't go anywhere near uh, <laughs> playgrounds. But yeah. you've yeah. seen it all, <laughs> Jim O'Hare. You you heard it here first, everybody. Got the ankle bracelet to prove it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, don't never, judge me for what I like. Yeah, and it's it's bedazzled as well, and I I, I appreciate. Well, it that. gets their attention, the little kids. <laughs> oh, that's Jesus terrible! Come on. Christ. <laughs> There was not a line on this show, and I know I told <laughs> Melissa that you can say whatever you want on this, and then 
And then Jim happened. <laughs> Jim did child molestation jokes, and we have a line. Okay. Look, good to know. Everyone loves a good child molestation joke. Yes. But just one. Okay. Mm. Just mm. one. Well, then I'm, I will shut up for the rest of the uh, podcast because that's all I got, buddy. <laughs> the show's all about fucking sitcoms. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, all right. So, uh, is there a current uh, ongoing show that is still airing, uh, Melissa, that you watch? Sitcom or funny show? Uh, Veep. Because I, I don't like to watch a lot of Great comedy show. because it makes me feel bad that I'm not working. So, like, I only literally watch Veep because the rest of them I've auditioned for, and I'm like, fuck those assholes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's very triggering, so I watch a lot of documentaries and Veep. <laughs> uh, Veep is one of my favorite shows. I love it. Except for you can tell that the guy who created it in Britain left. Like, you can see it in the season uh, six. You can tell. It's not as good. Sorry. It it is still really good. It's but so great, do, but it's do, like not. I it's know like what you mean. like it, it was like it was like you couldn't believe how quick and like witty and everything it was, and then all of a sudden it just came like a little bit more American. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this, I still like it because I'm American, but uh, USA, USA. <laughs> uh, but it was just like, but that's my favorite show. I like laugh out loud at. That is it's such a good show. Mm. Uh, Sundays uh, on HBO is always. Uh, Game of Thrones, oh, yeah. Silicon Valley, and Veep. And people always leave Veep out of that. Silica, Silicon Valley is not as funny as Veep. I don't watch Silicon Valley because it's, it's just a bunch of dudes. That's so what I always kill say. Kill yourselves. <laughs> Bye. All of us. All of us. We're and they've got ourselves. like one guy that's not white. I'm like, not enough. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that? Gianni is white. <laughs> uh, I you, swear on my life Did you see the white. Veep episode, the Thanksgiving one, when Anna Klumski's, the guy who played her father is gorgeous he's gorgeous he's hung like a horse i mean he, wait a minute that was me wow jim o'hare everybody yes see you me from his big old dick <laughs> i did do the thanksgiving episode i like that you, <laughs> okay, you, you try to get the show back on track you were like all right let's talk about sitcoms and it, we just go right back to dick yeah, yeah. Oh. We went right back to yeah there we go you Jim. know i i have uh so uh amber from the from the bar is going to share a drinking story with us and uh we have a female who's going to join us on the sitcom uh script that we're going to read we have melissa as well and i'm trying to make this a very female friendly show because I don't see color or gender. It's, 2000, <laughs> it's 2016. Get over you, yourselves, You used everybody. the word colored about yeah. 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was someone else. He said it. He ran off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it always comes back to dick, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like what you like? Yeah. I, I have, you know uh, I have one it. funny sitcom story uh, real quick. I, uh, we'll be the I, judge. I played myself on... Uh, Jim Jeffries had a super dope show called Legit. It was on... Uh, yeah, so Legit was awesome... Good. And uh, they it legit got fucked because they stuck legit on FXX before it was a network, before they even had like that Simpsons marathon. So it, they, it just got killed in the ratings, but it was a super fun show. And uh, Jim Judge is a friend of mine. He, he uh, wrote a part for me in the show. And so I went in to read, and I was like, I was kind of weird. I was like, I got to read to be Al Jackson. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought they just wanted to hear how my voice sounded on camera. And then uh, I left the audition, and like an hour later, I got a phone call from Baron Vaughn, who was on Fairly Legal and everything. And Baron just goes, uh, "Are you friends with Jim Jeffries?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "I go why?" He goes, "Well, I just read a part from a guy named Al that's from Cleveland." I was like, "Fuck." And then Tone <laughs> Bell was on NBC's Badge, and I was oh, like, God. "They're reading a lot of famous black dudes against me." They and opened I'm it lose. up. 
for to play you. Yes, to, to play, play me. Everybody's <laughs> going to play. The character's name is Al from Cleveland, and they read they read Eddie Griffin, they read Tone Bell, they read Baron Vaughn, and I got it by like with Jim Jeffrey begging. To get, so I was like, I'm never going to try and act I because even when a part well. is written for me and the yeah. lead character wants me, they were like, All right, fuck it. <laughs> they did that to Sarah Silverman, uh, who wrote a part for Harris Whittles in her pilot a few years ago, and they were auditioning people against Harris, and the character was Harris, and they were like, really? Because networks are just full of yeah. people with like balls all the way up in their throat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They're just the worst kind of big people. Old, big old high up balls. Yeah. I'm not angry. <laughs> uh, you can tell. <laughs> None of us are. We don't see color. We don't see gender. And we don't see anger. No. no. Uh -uh. Not here. It's unattractive. Not me, not now. Yeah. You can't be angry. Exactly. <laughs> but you got it, right? <laughs> I got. Yeah, I got the part. All right. So. Oh, I God. was able to play myself. Oh, great. Oh, and how's the show going? It, I mean, it only did two <laughs> seasons, but it was it was really one of the best I, shows. I love that show. It's, uh, it was really, really dude, good. Dude, when people like... Because some people just think the show's on hiatus. And when I've told people on the road, like, the show, I can't, like... People are like genuinely upset. It was such a fun because I remember when I got the script and I was reading. I was like, "You can't," because the the the, the character I was supposed to play was like Jim Jeffries dating this super hot chick that turns out to be racist. So Jim starts bringing her around me to like <laughs> see if she's racist in a long long the character arc. I start dating her, but the girl is like so, like uh, the girl drops the n bomb at the end of uh, one of the episodes, which leads into my episode. And there were three black extras that were just like supposed to be walking on the Santa Monica Pier when they taped it mm -hmm. that refused to do it just because she said it. Like it's so, no. it was like such, it, they like took so many chances on mm. that show. I mean, just like he does in his stand-up and it's just like, it's a shame because it was a, like, it was a legitimately good show. Like I've done shows that got canceled and I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> like I've done shows for True TV where I was like, yeah, you guys should have, yeah. you guys are two seasons late. <laughs> uh, yeah, th th it was like, it was a legitimately good show but sometimes it, it, it's like, you know, like my buddy Tone Bell was on um, Truth Be Told on NBC, which tried to push um, push the envelope racially, but oh, yeah. they stuck at Friday at 8 o'clock. Yeah. You're oh. fucking dead because the audience that would watch that show is these motherfucking, y'all are fucking turned all the way up by then. They're all getting, <laughs> are all getting ready to at drink home on watching Sundays. TV. Yeah, like that's what Sundays is a big day because like everybody, yeah. er, like normal young people, people are, are watching shit. Then. Yeah. yeah, Friday nights at eight is a terrible. You're but remember when Friday nights TGIF when that shit was awesome. Whoop, whoop. I was yeah. a TGIF. I mean, but I was a tween, but yeah, but that are was you before you. Fuller House was awesome. No, no, not Fuller House. Fuller House is <laughs> shit. No, but I mean, like, not TJF today. TJF, like, back in the day. Yeah. Like, that Are was... Are you talking about the restaurant? Because it's still dope. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Johnson's TGI yeah. Friday in Panama City Beach, Florida. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what one. we're talking about. Quick, weird story. My buddy used to work at Friday's, and he told me that uh, it, they do a lot of psych psychological stuff because they want to turn tables over. So that if you notice all the tables are uh, red and white striped, they're all pointed to the door to focus your eyeline on the door. And every third song that plays at Fridays is like, Mama, I'm going home or take me home or something to remind you, oh, like, get weird. the fuck that out of here. That is amazing. Yeah. So, like, because they don't I want you sitting there. They want doing you, this. Yeah, they want show. you to eat your burger and get the fuck out of there. That's Like, they great. don't want you posting up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, before we move on to the next part, uh, Al, you need to let us know what current shows you're watching. Oh, currently, since I'm, legit's since legit's gone, I'm uh, I'm watching a lot of Veep. I'm watching a lot of John Oliver. Uh, uh, obviously, Game of Thrones. But I just said I'm the worst person because I'm just like, whoever's next to me, I'm like, who's that? Whose dad is that? <laughs> why? Who? Why is he mad at him? Like I don't know. There's so many characters. 
Oh, I don't yeah. fucking and I try and stay sober, but like forty minutes in, I'm like, I'll see you tomorrow. Fuck it. Yeah. I, um. But I, yeah, and I watch a lot of Vice. But like in terms of uh, sitcoms, I would say I'm still watching a lot of Golden Girls. Embarrassingly enough, <laughs> and uh, I tried. I got through a season of Uncle Buck. Uh, it got it just got just canceled. canceled. Yeah. Uh, can Can we just talk about like I thought that was weird. Not in a in a good way for Mike S because I feel like Uncle Buck was this fat kind of weird awkward dude that yeah. was kind of funny, but it's like Mike Epps is a good looking smart yeah. funny dude, so Very it's fit. not the same yeah. thing. And I remember I was talking about one of my homeboys that he took his daughter to see Annie with the last time it was remade, and it was that that cute black girl, and he said his daughter was like eight was like. I don't understand why people don't want to hang out with her. She's fucking cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like the redheaded Annie, that was like literally the redheaded stepchild. Yeah. Yeah. Ugly it's like if you replace kid. her with a cute, yeah. charismatic black girl, it doesn't make everybody's like, why doesn't everyone want to hang with this yeah. kid? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I originally saw the trailer and I was like, oh, she sings better than the redheaded kid yeah. and she's yeah. adorable. It's like- Yes. You know what? You know what? I I'm gonna leave this movie. I'm gonna go find this child, and she's mine. Yeah, it's like everybody yeah. want to hang out with Annie now. It doesn't make any sense. So yeah. I, I don't know. I thought the Uncle Buck. I I, I like some of the jokes. It's just I, I feel like sitcoms, especially ones on networks, still have to live in themselves so much in terms of what they say and the, the content that they get into. And I I honestly feel like the co- the characters that they have, they don't they're not challenging. Like the gay characters, like clearly the gay character, and it's just like I don't like. It's like so palatable for the Midwest. They're like, oh, well, this is, don't be afraid. It's just mm-hmm. Sophia Laguerre. Like, Sophia Laguerre, if you look at her character, she, her character is never going to make you, she's never going to say anything that's going to make you think. Never going to challenge you. You know, she's just like, oh, I don't know what's happening, Poppy. It's like, I'm not <laughs> like well, I, I want, disagree. I, more, I think I a more. lot of things when I see her do that. Uh, of course. Yes. <laughs> I like, think a whole lot like of things. children at playgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to children at playgrounds. <laughs> did anybody see that creepy ass interview she did with Bill Cosby in like 1998? Sophia Vergara. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> After this, yo, shut up, everybody. Put in Sophia Vergara uh, and Bill Cosby, like maybe 99, 98. They're on Letterman, I guess. Oh God. And it, yes, it's like a 10 minute interview. It's super creepy. And like let him, he Cosby's still so famous that like they can't cut him off. But he's just like super creepy uncle in her. Like, all right, little lady. Okay now. I see you over there. Okay. <laughs> well, no, it's no. super no. yum. No. Delicious. No. Yeah. I'm gross. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just <laughs> sorry, saying like what? to that too. It's th- that would it, make me so uncomfortable. It's so the uh, and it's long you forget that they like when somebody was that famous, they would let TV segments go on longer. Yeah. So it's like a nine minute clip of just fucking it's Awful. <laughs> mm. I'm going to have to watch that. Uh, so we were talking about shows on uh, on hiatus. I feel like a few years ago, you knew if a show was canceled or if it was still going. Um, and uh, this is going to pertain to you a little bit, uh, Melissa. But, yes. Uh, so Californication, yep. you, uh, you were on a few episodes of that. Yep. And I had no idea that it ended. I thought it was just taking a long break because they had <laughs> done the long break before where it was like a full year before you got... You sound like a kid of divorced parents. I thought you guys were just taking a break. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I thought. Well, they they had filmed an episode that was supposed to be the end of it, and then it got renewed, and then they did that season, and the season didn't, or the season didn't end with like a big cliffhanger or anything like that. You were just like, all right, they'll pick up where they left off, but then the show was done. Yeah, Uh, and they they like had it was like, is it ending? It should end. It's not ending. It's ending. I think it's end. Yeah, it was like that. It was like, what are we doing? 
kind so, of vibe. So, uh, so with that, were there were there any shows that uh, that you were involved in or that you watched that did the hiatus and you were stuck? Not knowing what the hell's going on. Yes, and I'm going to talk about it right now. And it's a very important show. Hell it yeah. happened, and it came on ABC in the late '90s. It was called Second Noah. James Marsden was in it. It was fucking awesome. And then it just disappeared. What was what was the premise of it? It was a couple that adopted like 12 kids. Okay. <laughs> and James Marsden was really hot, and I was like, <laughs> "Yep, absolutely." And then there was like, yeah, he is. But uh, at the time, I was like, more so. Uh, and then like the girl from what? Uh, what's the movie that like the guy with the video games, or he's like that guy, Jason Lee, the Scientologist. Oh, whatever. It's fucking video games. Whatever. Jason Lee with video games. Remember the Jason Lee that movie? I don't know why I'm doing his face. And the hot girl. No, what's that movie? Whatever. She was in the fucking show, and uh, it was an amazing show. And then they just—they didn't. Well, because back then there wasn't internet. People didn't say they were canceling things. You just yeah. never saw them again. Yep. And right. so I just kept like going on. I I looked in a TV guide and was like, when's it coming back? And it never came back again. And I wanted to kill myself. Did you? No, I didn't. But I was like really devastated. I still think about it and like try and Google it because it was on for like long enough and short enough that I sometimes feel crazy. Like, I feel like I'm the only person who saw that show. I think in this room you are. Yeah, like, I'm the only person who saw <laughs> yeah. that show. Like, I'm the only person who liked that show, saw it, and then it, like, disappeared. And I was like, what happened? I mean, there was other shows that that happened to, like, Friday Night Lights. Like, that was, that was, like, that was a bummer. Yeah, there you go. Tarika Drink it up. Vodka, everybody. Because they, like, moved Friday Night Lights to another time. They were, like... They were trying to get you to forget about it slowly, like putting you in a Friday night at eight, yeah. moving it, and then like it was a weird ending. That happened. That one. Never. I've never been on a show long enough for it to go away and people care. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many seasons did the show go though? Which one? Uh, the one that you know is James Marsden. Oh, like uh, probably like nine episodes of the first season. Oh, so that was do you know what I mean like it was like they were they were like it testing just it really out. Really didn't work. They were just like, well, it was like ABC. Like I mean, now they do it quicker. Like they'll do two episodes, and they were like, remember that show where there were posters everywhere, and it was like the high school class, and I was like making fun of it all over Twitter, and it was just like, and it got canceled just based on its promotion. Like, it got one episode out, and it was like, was your high school like this? And it was like a class. <laughs> I got to get better at describing things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys remember that poster you saw, and it's got people on it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys suck. Yeah, the thing Go that's crazy, yourself. though, is if that show, if shows now had the ratings that that show probably had, yeah. even though it was bumped after nine episodes, it would be one of the biggest hits. Yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, because in those days, you got 14, 15 million people. Yeah. Now, you can have a run. With three million people, four million people, because yeah. there's so many different avenues to watch it. Live plus three, live plus five, live plus seven. Yeah, and there's no way to like really. It's not like back then. Like we didn't have cable. We had eight channels. Like you watch right. what's on. Yeah. That's it. It's happening. Yeah. You can actually count how many viewers you have. Now it's kind of hard because it's like you can watch it whenever you want on demand, and so yep. you don't really know. So that's all. <laughs> so now what do you got, Dylan? What's that? Now what do you got? Oh, no, we're done for the day. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so, uh, Jim, uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Kind of an uphill battle for a while. Every season. Uh, we never, other than our final season, when we got picked up in January, knowing we were going to come back the next year, uh, I was at Sundance, and somebody said, I came out of some interview, and someone goes, congratulations. I go, oh, it went pretty well. 
thinking they were talking about the fucking interview. Yeah. And they said, oh, you, I thought you'd be more excited. I go, well, it's just an interview. Like, what? I, and so I walk away. So someone else comes up on the street. Congratulations. Now I'm thinking something's up. So I Google. Parks and Recreation picked up for season seven. Well, then. They don't call yeah, you? Yeah, baby. No, you don't get hearing anything. No, no, no. We did hear it. Like, we were lucky because when it was time to wrap it up, the network let Amy decide. Um, Amy and Mike Shore, the co-creator. The co and uh, so Amy called all of us, of course, and said, here's what's going on. Here's what we're thinking. What do you guys think? Blah, blah, blah. Because I know I have friends who literally found out they were canceled online. Yeah. Which sucks. That does. That's suck. rotten. You can't give a phone call, a 10 second phone call to say, here's what's happened. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Parks fought every year, every single year. Um, but what was in our favor was we were always one of the number one shows in households of $100,000 or more income. Classic. And so I guess that was, and that's how Seinfeld stayed on the air yeah. at the beginning because they had terrible ratings, but they were good mm. in, in the money households. Um, and then I think season three, Time Magazine called it the best sitcom on television. That kind of stuff helps. So it helped. And it just kept going and going. We did 125 of them. I, I feel like a, a big thing with people was the office was just ending. So they were saying, do I want to invest myself in another mockumentary? Right. And they should have. Because Parks yeah. and Rec was absolutely but our first six, hilarious. Yeah, but our first six episodes, um, you know, and they're, they'll tell you, normally you do a pilot and then you can fix what works or what doesn't work. Uh, Amy was pregnant. They said, do enough. Just keep doing them until she can't. So we did six, and uh, the show found its legs in season two. Even yeah. though I always tell people, because everyone Netflix it now. Start with season two, but when you're done, go back to season one, because there's some awesome stuff in season mm -hmm. one. But you really get to find out who we were in season two, and then it kept going. It makes you wonder how many shows, if they had just gotten that second season, would have figured it out. But they just, everything's gone, everybody, everybody wants to drop the axe on everything, but it's like, you have to figure out, you have to give the public a chance to give a fuck about the characters. Absolutely. And that takes... It Ten takes episodes. Time, but well, you also have to remember people are getting together. You know, first day on Parks, uh, I had met Amy maybe once in my life. I didn't know anyone else, and no one knew anybody. And all of a sudden, you're supposed to be people who have been together, and mm -hmm. you know, it takes time to even build though, chemistry. The same right, with like the, the, right. the first season of Friends is kind of terrible, yeah. but then like when it started to get its legs, you were like, exactly. oh, because now they're like actors and they're riffing and they're improvising and they're like the writers know the actors, and you can just like see it more than when it's Absolutely. just like you know, falls. Yeah, I, I feel like there should be a rule that every single sitcom, or, or any show for that matter, has to get a season two no matter what. Yeah, give it to them because also if you take that stress off, you'd probably get better jokes. You'd yeah. get better, you'd just get a better investment to know like, you care enough about me to let me develop this instead of I have to, I have to wow you in thir 22 minutes. Yeah. Which is impossible. And also there is a cloud that is hanging out over everything when a show is about to get canceled. Oh, like yeah, the makeup terrible. girls feel it. You can yeah. feel everybody about the jump shit. Like <laughs> yeah, when there's yeah. a hole in the boat and everybody's like, oh, fuck y'all, I got another job. No, the, the, you can yeah. tell your show's in trouble when Crafty gets real shitty. Yeah. Your craft yeah. services. Yeah. Like at the beginning, you get, you know, they'll have a cook come in and you'll get turkey and ham and blah, blah, blah. And then by <laughs> season two, if things aren't going well, you got your little Oreo crackers. Yeah, pretzels. Oh, yeah. The, shit like that. Pretzels, the worst. Do you remember the show Outsourced, which was yeah, like, yeah. Very, so, like yes. I loved that show. 
show. I was on that show, yeah. and the crafty was shit because everyone was like, "It's coming," because people were like ragging on it like constantly, yeah. and I was just like, "Whatever, I'll take whatever money you'll throw at me." I don't yeah. know shit. Um, but yeah, you could see like everyone was so stressed, and like you just couldn't. Uh, everyone was that you can't like hide what's happening on like the outside because everyone can like feel yeah. it. But so, I will say on Parks, what helped us is Mike Sure and Amy. Their whole theory was we have no control literally no control what happens in the outside world with this show whether it's accepted or not accepted so let's laugh and do the best show we can do and that is what happened every week i mean we literally laughed all day long and yeah that's it, i think the it best. made a difference that's what you need it starts at the yeah. top if you can have somebody who can exactly. like but also i mean it helps you have somebody like amy like most of the people who get pilots they're not famous so they just right. want yeah, NBC wanted to be in business with yeah, Amy they Yeah, they wanted yeah. it a little bit more. When you get somebody who's a first-timer or, or not well-known enough, like, yeah. it's... Uh, you're just fighting. You're like literally in the ring. Like I, there was one pilot I did. Like none of my pilots I've got been in have gone. And if they have, I was fired once it went. But uh, <laughs> and they're winning Emmys. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, what? Say the name of the show. What show? Are you? Transparent. Oh, oh, hurts in the heart. <laughs> Still babysitting. Um, oh. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Uh, they just wanted to cast someone more famous. Um, so. There was one pilot we did. Every day I came on to set, it was a multicam. Uh, the doctor role kept being recast. And like you could just people. And then one time at the table read for the network, I was playing a nanny to kids. And this kid goes, Don't talk to me during the table read. And I was like, Okay, man, all right, all right. And he was like, Wait, a kid said this? And a kid, he was like 12, and he was playing the kid in the show. And he was like, I have done seven pilots and I really want this one. And I was like, okay, all right, we got it. We're going to be okay. I was like, don't worry about it. Like these, the network people don't know anything. Just be yourself. And I shit you not the next day he was fired. Great. And it was like that. that It was that kind of. Fuck that kid, Jim. (laughs) Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. How old did you say he was? Old enough. Old enough. Old enough. Old enough to party. Does he need a babysitter or what? Mm, I don't know. Okay. But it was like that kind of vibe. It was that kind of set where the network was saying like, don't, trust yourself because you're not enough to be on this show basically constantly so you're not going to get a good product yeah you're going to get a shit pilot yeah sorry i have done shit pilots oh yeah yes. they're out there <laughs> haven't we all <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh al any uh shows that you were involved in or that you absolutely loved that did the hiatus thing that where you were completely not sure what was happening uh, I used to uh, I used to be a writer on uh, Shaquille O'Neal's old show called Upload on True TV. Oh yeah, it was yeah. like it was like Sha- it was like if Shaq was white. N- uh, no, not if he was Daniel Tosh, <laughs> just like leading into fucking so, yeah. Yeah. video clips, and it just and Shaq was dope. Uh, but you know, you you get into these things where just you, you eventually the production just breaks down to the point where you can't do anything. Was there like you can't make fun of. I don't like that joke about black cats. What does that mean? Like, you start having those conversations, and then the writer's room is just like, hey, fuck it. Mm. And uh, you see, you, and Shaq was willing to work, and so many people were willing to work, but if you don't get it, it's, it takes, it's a miracle for a TV show to work. So when they it don't, really it is. makes more sense than when they do. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You know, I turned away from HBO because of Sopranos. I didn't know if that show was coming or going, and it pissed me off so much, I canceled HBO. <laughs> I showed them. <laughs> 
I do I shit like them. that. I do shit like yeah. like when they like uh, well they used to do this more like if they take away like a character I like or or yeah. or do something weird uh, I'll stop watching a network. I'll be like I'm done. <laughs> like it even affects them at all because they're yeah. bajillionaires. But close the doors. Melissa's done. <laughs> I'm done. With Shut you. it down. I heard that Sopranos is never coming back. <laughs> so. Deadwood. Deadwood is one. They oh, fucked with show. Deadwood yeah, and it was an show. amazing HBO, show. They do. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Now they're making a Breaking Deadwood Bad movie. was all over the place for a while. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Crazy. So next part of the podcast, my sweet, sweet little niece. How old? Claire, six years old. Six, I like. Worked with my four-year-old nephew, Jude. Sorry. To write a script for us today that is a sitcom that we're all going to uh, read together. So joining us is Hannah Stone. Hannah Welcome. Stone, Hannah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I will be reading the part of uh, Fart-A-Lot. Can I just say I'm worried this is going to be better than anything I've ever written? <laughs> it will be. It will be. Look, guys, I have full rights to this, so if it goes anywhere, Jesus. we're all involved already. Great. Uh, don't read through it. This don't is the audition, it. so we yes. get it. So right. Melissa will be reading as Lola. Jim will be reading as Fly Guy. Al, you'll be reading as Butt face. Can I have my lawyer take a look at this? <laughs> uh, once we're done, of course. I heard Netflix has already given this a 12-episode... Uh... Well, it depends on how this goes. Okay. Um, and Hannah, our guest, is going to be reading as Goo Goo. Wow. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about this. Uh, so the story is we're all playing siblings, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> Great. So I will be reading all the action lines and everything, and I will also be reading uh, the part of Fart-A-Lot. Uh, is everyone ready? Yes. Let's do it. Does anybody need any drinks? We good? I'm good. We good? Perfect. You need a drink? Nice. Uh, if we can get a drink for, uh, for Hannah, that would be great. Does Hannah have a microphone? How are we going to hear uh, her? We're going to switch. Uh, she's going to steal my mic. Oh, God. All right. So, Exterior. Backyard. Day. Hey, kids. I'm a frog now. Your mom turned me into it. She's a witch. <laughs> Close up of the face of each of the five children. There's three boys and two girls. Fly guy spits out his milk. <laughs> oh, go away, big bad witch. Lola puts her arm around fly guy. Yeah, me too. The camera pans over to butt face. Guys, we have to go. Stop eating all that sugar. Your teeth are already rotten. Got it. Let's go. The four of them look at Gugu, who is struggling to keep up because one leg is longer than the other. <laughs> Bye, Frog Dad. Fly Guy shrugs his shoulders. The children grab each other's hands. They run off into the woods. Exterior. Woods. Day. The children all notice the witch mom flying above the trees. Wow, you smell really nice, like peaches. Thanks. Do you like my pink short hair with a rat tail? Yes. I really like it, too. Buttface <laughs> takes a bite of a raw onion. <laughs> Good call, Buttface. We need to eat some food and have something to drink to stay strong. Fartalot drinks a can of tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink so much of that juice near me. You got some of my black bedazzled shirt. Whoops. I forgive you. Drops of rain begin to fall on the children. Holy guacamole! It looks like rain! 
Christina. Yeah, me too. I think we should hide. Where will we be away from the rain? Fartalot, Lola, and Buttface hide behind the tree. Gugu and Fly Guy hide under the tree. This should keep us away from our witch mom. Yeah, she's evil. <laughs> Fly Guy and Gugu lay under the tree, covered in dirt. A small squirrel approaches. Squirrel. <laughs> Shh, sh- our mom is evil and will find us. She's going to turn us into frogs like our dad. Ah! ah! Buttface pulls a bag out of his pocket, revealing a goldfish. He opens the bag and lets the rain fall in. This water is exactly what my goldfish needs. Lola and Buttface high five. Yeah. The screaming... Wait, this is wrong. Oh, sorry. The screaming grabs the mom witch's attention. She flies... Oh, it's not making sense? Okay, go ahead. No, no, I swear it makes sense. (laughs) The screaming grabs the mom witch's attention. She flies down and scoops up Fartalot and Lola, flying back above the trees. Exterior, sky, day. Drop us right now or I'm going to punch you. Fartalot pulls out his magic wand. Go away. The magic wand breaks the children free. They fall down into the trees. Exterior, woods, day. Fly guy, butt face, and goo goo stare off in shock as they see the children fail, sorry, fall from the broom. Oh no, they fell. Fly Guy removes his glasses with a plastic nose attached and dries them off on his shirt. Okay, well, let's find them. Me too. Wish we just had some help. Instantly, Peter Pan and the Lost Boys appear in front of them. (laughs) Peter Pan waves the children on to follow him. Cool! Exterior, trees, day. Fly Guy, Goo Goo, and Buttface meet up to find... Fartala and Lola sitting with Mom Witch. Guys, you made it! What are you doing with Mom Witch? Hello, Peter Pan. Peter Pan smiles and waves. I have a secret to tell you all. Well, okay, come on, get on with it. It's a really fun secret. <gasps> so tell us. Lola puts her arm around Mom Witch. Mom isn't really a witch. <gasps> Seriously, Mom? You tricked us? Mom nods in approval with a smile on her face, revealing that their dad is still a frog. (laughs) (laughs) Killing me, Mom. You've got to be fucking kidding me. (laughs) The end. The end. Your niece wrote, you got to be fucking kidding me? You wow. know what? Uh, I had no uh, no control over what she said. She's a free spirit and free wow. mind. Wow. So, uh, I'd like to thank Hannah for joining us uh, for this yeah. wonderful story. Uh, so that was fun. I asked my six-year-old niece can and I, nephew. Can I just ask, what was Fartalot's motivation in that? <laughs> you know, uh, I have a list of his motivations, and one <laughs> of them was that he eats too much sugar, has rotten teeth, is six foot seventeen. Mm. Oh wow! And weighs oh. sixty-eight thousand pounds. That makes sense. Has anybody done mushrooms in here? <laughs> My niece. Okay. Yeah. My niece. I wrote sure like did. once. I did mushrooms at their comedy festival, and I went back to the hotel and thought I wrote like this incredible comedy 
routine, and it sounded just like that. <laughs> I, I swear to, to God, it did. It was like I was like, I've seen this before. I forgot to say, Al Jackson is my niece. Uh, everybody, uh, that so makes thank sense. him for that script. He makes me call him that in bed. Oh, I like it. I like it. All right, so we're going to take a quick five-minute break. Uh, when we return, we're going to be sharing some drinking stories. So stick around. Yeah. All right. So last year, he was 13, she was 14. Uh, oh, wait, so two in the Two within a year. So the worst, because I don't have kids. Of course, they can come here. They're your... Everybody, everybody have a seat. We're about to wrap up this show. We're coming on to the last 15 to 20 minutes. We've got everybody back. Uh, we're going to share some drinking stories. So I'm going to share a drinking story the first time I had vodka. Then Amber's going to join us for her story. And then we're going to go to uh, Alan, Jim, and then Melissa's going to close us out. So first time I ever had vodka, I thought I was... Super fucking cool because it didn't affect me. So <laughs> you're the first person ever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So it was it was really smooth for me to drink. So I just kept drinking it and it didn't hit me yet. So uh, friends I was with at this house party said, "I bet you can't finish that bottle of vodka." Ooh. And it wasn't uh, it wasn't one of those little ones. It was the 750 milliliter bottles. One Pretty of the cool. jugs. Skull. Vodka, S K O L. Uh, that I'm, is... I'm familiar. That's well vodka in dive in biker bars. That's well vodka. Lowest, <laughs> lowest of the low. Bar bikers will say, "You yeah. dirtbag, don't drink." Exactly. That. So, we were watching. Uh, we were watching King of the Ring, WWE King of the Ring, <laughs> 2002, okay. where Brock Lesnar won. Where are my wrestling fans at? Great. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is nothing. So I'm just drinking the bottle and then switching to whatever I was mixing it with, uh, whatever I was drinking to chase it with. Chaser, not mixer. Chug from this big plastic, plastic bottle and then switch to my drink. So I drank, uh, I'll say a third of it maybe. And then that's when I don't remember anything else. So what I remember is... I drank that, we all had fun. I got up the next day and I went and got McDonald's. So what really happened was I drank that much, said that I had to go to the bathroom. I fell down 20 hardwood steps, <laughs> oh. landing on a hardwood floor at the oh. bottom. Oh my God. Uh, chipped a tooth. <gasps> oh. oh, yikes. That was great. Uh, Pissed myself. Of course. Mm, Standard protocol. Yeah. yeah. Threw up in my buddy's mother's bathroom. Oh, okay. Nice. And then threw up all over the floor in the room I was staying in. Yay! Wow. Then, yeah. then I woke up and put Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror on for some reason <laughs> at six in the morning and listened to that one song looped for two more hours Ooh. while I threw up all over the oh floor. God. Can you listen to Man in the Mirror anymore without getting nauseous? Yeah. <laughs> That's or good. Would you listen to it? I think would be a better question. Yes. Uh, Sammy Kewitt, uh, 
<laughs> All right, the song's playing now. Pretend it's playing, you guys. Okay. Uh, I'm talking to the man here in the mirror. See, I'm fine. Right. So, yeah, that was the first time I had vodka. Now, then that led to uh, a good 10 years of me not touching vodka because, you, you know, like, you've had, you had, like, one bad shot, so you get it, and you smell it, and you're like, huh. I yeah. did that with tequila. Like, I had that same experience, and I was like, never having it again. Yeah. So now I'm doing vodka again. Reka vodka, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so now I can drink it again, but it took a good solid 10 years of just wow. taking my time. So that's, uh, that's my, my vodka story. First time drinking vodka. I love so, it. All right. You heard oh. the, the screaming goat. So everyone, uh, sip your drinks. So joining us. I saw us some non-drink sipping down there. I saw some. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on, poop some farts, various, chug it. I just saw the. Uh, well, re let's get a refill there, player. Come on. Yep. Yes, players. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I said I play. You. Yeah, I said it right. Yeah. I said it right. Um, <laughs> so joining us next is going to be Surly Goat's own Amber Adcock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I failed. Here's wow. to Brother Amber, Brother Amber. Oh, brother Amber. she yeah. eats it, she beats it, she even mistreats it. Here's to Brother Amber. <laughs> <laughs> did I? How did you know? So drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker. <laughs> oh no. Wow, that's the first vodka I've had in a long time. Um, my story's not exciting as yours because uh, I, uh, my friends and I were, for lack of a better word, studious. Um, we were dweebs. And uh, uh, <laughs> I was at my best friend's mom's wedding. We were 15. And at this point, this was the biggest risk I had ever taken. Um, and, and it was my gateway into bartending. So we're at my friend's mom's wedding, and there's an open bar and nobody watching it. Uh, everyone's outside enjoying the wedding. We're inside, we see this glorious pillar of every <laughs> type of alcohol you could ever want um, and, or need or too much. Um, anyway, uh, of course, since we hadn't taken any risks, I was the person to uh, start mixing drinks for everyone. Uh, and mine was a uh, screwdriver. Um, and uh, we spent the rest of the night proving to one another how not drunk we were by um, doing police tests <laughs> and walking the line, saying the alphabet backwards. That was it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, for those of you not live in the show, she did show us the whole hold your hands out and point to your nose thing. So uh, take that into consideration. She's done it all. <laughs> all right, up next, Al Jackson. Share our, a drinking story with us. All right, I'll, I'll tell this one as quickly as possible. I try and go to the most recent one, just so like, I don't want to go to your old-timey story. Uh, this I just... Uh, <laughs> Me and Hannibal Burris tour together, and uh, I can say this. Let me pick up that name that you dropped. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's you know it's weird as it's like comics like I've known everybody forever, for, so it doesn't. I don't care about my dumb friends. Yeah, uh, and it's people like, what's your name drop? I'm like, I've, I've known this dude since he fucking lived in the studio. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the, we were on a, a bus tour, and we had done Florida State in our last 
tour day was in West Palm Beach, and my best friend, I was pre-med uh, in college, all my friends are either doctors or comedians. So my best friend in the world is a surgeon in West Palm Beach, so he's like, come down early, and we'll party it up on my boat, and then y'all go do your show. So uh, we go down, uh, me, Hannibal, uh, the DJ, and our photographer, and we started getting fucked up on the boat, like real fucked up. Uh, but we were still kind of cool, and we got back to the bus, and it was the last stop on the tour, uh, so we had to get all our shit off the bus. And I, I, I this is all I remember, is uh, we had a handle of Tito's vodka, and I was like, let's not be a bunch of bitches and fucking not finish this bottle on this tour. And that was the last thing I ever remember saying. <laughs> he talked about this on Jimmy Kimmel, this is how blacked out we were. We finished that bottle, we go to the show, and I start to kind of come to as we're coming in the green room, and we're walking in. This is how I knew Hannibal was fucked up. We walk in and Hannibal goes, because our green room is always the same. It's the same shit on every rider. Hannibal walks into the green room and he goes, Al, this guy's living room looks just like our green room. <laughs> like, he just thought we were at a guy's house. Yeah. Like, he didn't know, like, where the fuck we were. And I was like, I was kind of like, at first I thought he was trying to be funny. And I was like, oh, he's not trying to be funny. We went out there. Like, I was blacked out. I don't remember yeah. one word I said. And... I went back, I passed out after my set, and I guess he, he attempted to do an hour, and I guess it was real bad, and there was like, they had to give away like 300 refunds. Oh. <laughs> because he and I could not speak English. You guys were just speaking Spanish. It the whole was just time. like yeah. a bunch of gibberish. I think I think I got through my set. I don't remember, I don't remember going on stage or going off stage. But I just remember like waking up and like our DJ, cause like after a show's over, like our DJ comes back, he puts his equipment away, he's like, hey, where are we going after? And like, I just remember everybody's in a weird mood and everybody's like talking fast, like we gotta go, we gotta leave. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And it was a bunch of refunds and people were yelling and screaming shit at us. <laughs> it was not good. So don't drink uh, a half of a bottle of vodka before you have to do your last show in West Palm Beach. That Ooh. is uh, great words to live by. Yes. To That's amazing. By. Great sure. words. Yeah. Great story, too. Wow. Sorry. I, feel, yeah, I always feel like I'm name dropping with my friends. Like, it's so weird. See, I when your dumb friends yeah. are famous. Well, now I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. Al Jackson, Melissa Stevens, Jim O'Hara showing up. And they're just like, oh, those must be your friends. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. Please don't ever Best say that. Best friends. <laughs> oh, no, no, you know, no, no. You know, Jim, uh, no. we talked about this last time you were on the show. You were getting your pool fixed. Yes. And then uh, uh, I was texting you the other day, and your pool's good. And then last week you uh, did Facebook Live of you and your pool. <laughs> oh, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I called it out on the show. But, uh, but I said, hey, Jim, I can't can't wait to go in your new pool. And you text me back, that's really funny that you think you'll ever be in my ever. pool. <laughs> you will never know the sweet sensation of that water, my friend. Jim, I really want to come you to your will. pool. Can I make you an offer? You're welcome. Force you're you to welcome say it too. on tape. <laughs> um, so, fuck you, first yeah, of all. Absolutely. Uh, I yep. deserve a fuck yep. you. Yep. Yes, I, yep. that's my daughter. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Wait, there was some there was some seriousness there. Yeah, DNA was yeah. tested yeah. here today at the show. She has girl. requested that I adopt her. We're related. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you're getting like you're you're at the point now where you're either gonna fight or make out. 
That's wow. how drunk you are. <laughs> it's about Wait, you gotta her you gotta her decide what father? line you're gonna tell. You're like, hey, who are you talking about? Like, and you realize you're talking to a TV. Like, you gotta like really chill out, <laughs> or go all the way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, me and her or Jim and her? Okay, so her her oh, wait, looking to make she, out you with really you. Related her, to, are you. I know. Are you I'm related to the gym? Doing what I can. <laughs> are you related to the gym? No. You started this, just so you know. Yeah, you did start yelling out. She t- she you, tweeted that she would like me to adopt her, so we're related in the future. Yeah. Well, you know, this. So happens. what happens today this, won't matter done, tomorrow. Here, here's what happened. This is like an insight into uh, like what it's like to be a comedian. Uh, I've done lots and lots and lots, thousands of shows. And there's a lot of hecklers, and a lot of times they do what you do. Like, they've had so many, no, you're fine. Don't, no, you're fine. We love you. You're awesome. (laughs) No, but I think people get so drunk, and they're listening to the conversation, and they don't realize that, like, they think they're thinking it, but they're saying it. (laughs) So then they're like, hey, nice shirt. And then the comedian goes, what'd you say? And they go, what? (laughs) <laughs> like you really just did not realize that you just started talking during the and then you guys are like why is this black dude talking to me it's like you're yelling in a bar that's my dad which is fine so there and there she is the woman yeah. who does that yes. in every conversation come over wow. bring your beer and come sit you're sitting here for the rest of the podcast all right you come get on. to sit with uh, Al Jackson for the rest of the show you get the honor hold on I'm gonna, put it, I'm gonna make it nice and soft all right so uh, so Jim uh, you and your pool can fuck themselves okay but uh, I would love for you to share a drinking story with us uh, a super quick one and then a better one. So recently, super recently, no, I just said one. Super recently, <laughs> super recently, I did a podcast in West Hollywood at some goat-related bar, and I shit myself. <laughs> and I just sat in it, and then I told about it, but no one knows if I'm telling the truth or not. That's my dad. That's great. That's the latest of yeah. my stories. Uh, the other one is uh, senior in high school. I won some damn thing where I got to go to Florida to do something else, and. Enough I, with the details. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hannibal Burris wasn't there. Oh, so it, it, then it show. didn't happen. <laughs> Jim <laughs> does not know enough famous people to name drop Al. Exactly. So just let him do his thing. Exactly. Oh, wait, Aziz is texting. I'm sorry. Oh. What's, he, what's he texting? Wrong uh. number? <laughs> He's texting who this? <laughs> yeah. He's texting why do you still have my number? Um... <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so no. So I wasn't much of a drinker in high school, but so we go to this thing in Florida, and I, over uh, a course of an hour and a half, drank a gallon of Gallo shit wine. You know that Gallo? That, that shitty, yeah. I have always wanted to drink one of those. And it was white wine, and I drank a gallon of it. And I thought I was the king of the world, mm. and then the vomiting started. We were catching a flight at 6 a.m. <laughs> the next morning. The vomiting continued. Yes. And the vomiting continued in the, uh, thankfully, only in the airplane bathroom. I did not vomit on anybody, uh, but that was my, that's the worst I've ever been. There's such a weird thing. It's so interesting you're talking about, because cheap alcohol tastes better than anything going down. And you feel great for like 30, you're like, why don't I just... Have two ninety nine wine every night. <laughs> exactly. And then you, you're, yeah. then your stomach is like, oh well, I'm gonna show you what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But yeah, that's right. Like when you you feel so great, oh. and you're just like, we're, we're having a good time. And to this day, still do not drink white wine. Uh, yeah. I smell it, and I am thrown back to 1980. 80, wow. 80, something like that. Wait, yes, I'm old. Get over it. No, you, you know, were born 1980? The way that I no, baby... high school I graduated. The way I baby step back into white wine, like, white wine's my la- absolute last. It's either that or be sober. 
I'll take like one of those like sparkling water LaCroix things yeah. and dump it in and put ice in it so it's more Help of a spritzer. Little, yeah. Oh, I hate to get that. that. White wine sucks. It. Who drinks white wine? That's embarrassing. What you, I, I used to love it. It's the, so embarrassing. Stop drinking white how wine. How embarrassing Knock is it? Knock it off. When you just said that you drank <laughs> white wine, I saw someone yawn. I saw you yawn back there. That is how boring white wine is. <laughs> Melissa, I hope your story's not about white wine and I just ruined it. No, it's not about white wine. But when I did drink, I loved white wine because uh, you couldn't tell how much I was drinking because it didn't stain my teeth as much as red wine. Like red wine, you were like, she's fucking plastered. White oh, yeah. wine, it was like, I mean, but it didn't get you drunk as fast, so I'd rather drink vodka. Hence Everybody why. just think you're really nice. Right, on white wine. They're like, oh, she's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's so rare. And then I'm like a psychopath. Um, so my drunk story is like when I, so when I was living in New York, uh, I was working at this bar, um, bar restaurant, Jane, on Houston Street. And, and I had, uh, I was the type of employee where I started drinking around 7 p.m. Uh, that every day? I, every time I was working. It was, yeah. called, it was called party time. And we would have the bartender put in, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, the, I don't know how I kept that job. And uh, I was in love with the bar pretender, uh, and he would sometimes fuck me. Um, and Classic. I, and I was so broke. And so every time I worked, and then we'd go out to, we'd drink after we got off, and then I'd go home with no money. So I was like working to drink, basically. And so I was really broke, and it was like Christmas time in New York, and it was like freezing cold. But I had recently spent all of my money on. Um, it was like when I, I like I went through a phase where I really wanted to be rich and be fashionable because like it's New York and models are walking around and you're like I'm gonna join you on that <laughs> wild <laughs> that wild thing <laughs> and I look crazy <laughs> and so I spent three hundred dollars on this lime green purse and I carried it around with my fucking apron on with pride and uh, so I. Uh, hadn't eaten dinner and I got off my shift at work and I went to the bar next door I forgot what it was called and uh, started drinking and I was like oh I hadn't had dinner so I was like you know what I'm gonna have Guinness because that'll fill me up that'll fill me up tonight it's like a meal it's heavier so I started drinking and the girl next to me starts telling me that she's sleeping with the bartender too and I was like what the fuck uh, is that the bartender you were asleeping with yes, twins yes and she's telling me that she Eskimo slept with Eskimo sisters is that the word <laughs> Yes. Is that what it's called? Uh, they still call it Eskimo sisters? Is it? Yes. yes. Yep. There's a there's a term that goes backward and forth. I like I that. I've heard that term. I haven't es heard it either. Es es well, I've heard Eskimo brothers. Oh, okay. Well, I've learned. <laughs> Jim's like, I'm a smart man. I got it. Move on. Got <laughs> it. Move on. <laughs> so she tells me that she's fucking the same guy I am, and uh, I'm I don't know how to process it except for drink more and uh, go to him, and so <laughs> I uh, get wasted. And I don't realize how drunk I am until I stand up because I was just sitting at the bar and I go to the bathroom and I just remember like holding the wall and looking in the mirror and being like, fuck, it's I'm really wasted. And so I call him and I'm like, I'm coming over. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like that girl. And I could have been crying. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm coming over. <laughs> Um, and so I get out of the the restaurant and I say bye to this girl. I don't even tell her that I fucked him. I'm just like, I got that information and was like, I'm on the move. I'm on the move to where he is. And I get into the cab with my purse and it starts pouring down rain outside. 
and I'm like, oh man, I'm fucked up. I'm gonna throw up. But if you throw up in a cab in New York, you have to pay $30, and I didn't Done that to. before. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't have $30. I didn't have $30. I don't even think I had enough money to pay for the cab. So I realized that I'm like gonna be sick, and I don't know what to do, so I open my purse, and I just throw up in it. And then I shut it, and I'm just like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know it's happening. And then I open it a second time, and I throw up He's in just it. like, did this girl just open a can of cat food in the back? <laughs> I, I literally, I throw up a second time, and I shut it. And then I open it again, and I throw up a third fucking time oh. in it. And then I shut it, and I'm like, and then he takes me to where he, I think he thought I said or whatever, but it's not where I, I didn't realize it's not where I needed to go, but I have to pay him. And I just remember I stick my hand in my purse. <laughs> and I just feel like Guinness and Ruffles. Um, and you know when you're like so blackout drunk that you're blind, but you can see? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and so I somehow know that I've grabbed a wet Guinness 20 and I give it to him and I get out of the car and I realize I, I, want, I needed to go to Brooklyn to where this guy lived, but he had taken me to 28th and Madison, which is not Brooklyn. And so it's I'm- good shopping over there, but that's it. That's it. And it's like 2 a.m. There's nothing over there and it's raining and I've thrown up on my cell phone. So then I just grab 50 cents out of my bag and it's raining and I'm crying and I go to a pay phone and I I call the guy again, and it's like, you have three minutes. And I was like, my eye, I'm gonna get and I love you so much. And I found out, and I know that you slept with her, and it's fine, and I love you. And I should I still come over? I can still get there, but I need you to pay for a, a car because I don't have any money to up. But he has no way to contact me back because it's a cell phone, or it's a pay phone, which no one uses anymore. What year was this? This was 2000. 2004. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like uh, a while ago. And then I just walked home and passed out. And the next thing, I just like woke up the next morning with my fucking fabulous green bag covered in vomit. And then I went to work and this guy just like played me my sad messages. (laughs) Uh, And he was like, you left me some messages. And literally he played them. And I just remember being like, I'm nothing. I'm literally. Uh, And then you married him. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that have been great? Uh, No. He was the first guy. He was the kind of guy who fucked you in the ass without asking. Oh, I I hate those guys. That sounds like a real. Sometimes you slip. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. No, you don't. Come on. It was one of the, he was that guy. So that's my story. That was a great story. Thanks, I can't wait to hear more drinking stories from you on yeah. Can you imagine yeah. she episodes? Just think about like, it, like on a on a on a on a larger level. Somebody <laughs> became pregnant with child. That yep. child had went to middle school, high school, moved to New York City, got a job at a nice restaurant. And is now being described on a podcast <laughs> as somebody that fucks you in the ass without asking. Yep. <laughs> oh, my fa- my my that mom is would the be like s- <laughs> the circle of life. Yeah, that is. It is. Holy, there's a monkey holding an ass fucker up yeah. right now <laughs> in front of a bunch of animals. You have an eight eight pound six ounce <laughs> butt ass fucker. fucker with. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I hate that I have to do this because I've had so much fun with you guys, but we're at the end of the show. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jim. But uh, Al, Al Jackson, uh, what do you have coming up? Where, where can we see you? How can we follow you on uh, social media? 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Jackson, on Instagram at Al Jackson IG. Uh, I am on Comedy Central's This Is Not Happening, which will be airing in a month or so. And I'm taping Comedy Central's uh, Live at the Meltdown, which will, be ta- which will be airing in about a month or so. Uh, you can also see me at the Meltdown on my own personal show. It's called Can I Kick It, where we watch old school hip hop videos with the audience and make fun of them. Uh, so that's what's up. Thank you so much. Right. Can't wait to see those. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Love my day drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Jim, where can we see you? What do you have coming up? Uh, you can find me on all of Al's social media. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just. You I'm, can find me in Jim's pool. I'm going to be in Jim's pool. <laughs> you are welcome. Send pictures, you, please. Sir, are not. I know. I know. Uh, I know no, this uh, A couple things going on. Um, a, a film I did called Middleman. It finally had its premiere in Seattle a couple weeks ago, and it won the whole damn thing. All right. Uh, we won the grand jury prize, so we were quite surprised. Hell yeah. It's a very dark, 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 funny film, uh, and I play a really fucked up dude, uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, boy, what's all sorts of stuff. I'm in the middle of shooting a Lifetime movie, doing a couple of episodes of a new show on CBS. I don't know, a bunch of stuff. Um, you can find me on at Jim O'Hare, J-I-M-O-H-E-I-R for Twitter. And then I... E-I-R. Oh, my daughter doesn't know how to spell her name. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that kind of stuff. And then I'm doing this podcast where I may or may not have shit myself. Oh, cool. And that's yeah. in West Hollywood. Uh, so in West Hollywood. Uh, Dr. Goat. Dr. Something Goat. Goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I do want to say, uh, so Middleman, the poster for Middleman, is the black glasses with the fake plastic nose. Yes. And he read a description of that on the script that we wrote, or, or that my niece wrote, that we read earlier, and she had no idea that that was the uh, the association She described you. exactly what I have on in the poster, in the one sheet. Yeah. That, that little Crazy. bitch. Crazy. Crazy. I'll be giving her a call. That's perfect. I'll anyway. uh, give you the number. Uh, Melissa, where can we see you, hear you, anything? What do you have coming up? Um, I have a new podcast on Feral Audio. It's an independent podcast network called Fear Based Life, where I interview actors and comedians about uh, fears and spirituality and religious shit. And um, uh, other than that, oh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mel M. Stevens with a PH. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, follow everyone here that's been on the show. They are absolutely hilarious. Follow them on their social media. Geniuses indeed. Uh, So after this episode airs, the next show that we're going to be doing will be July 24th, where the guys from... Why is there music playing? Am I being played out? Is this the Oscars? Well, shit. Uh, so, uh, once this episode airs, next time you guys can join us is July 24th when Eddie Firth and Ryan Pig and I roast the Galactic Empire of Star Wars Sunday at 1. But join us every Sunday at 1 at the Surly Goat. Thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs> Woo!